Welcome back to Building Families in the Faith. I am Brian Johnson, and this is my lovely wife, Rebecca Johnson, and we're thrilled to be with you once again, uh, talking about fa the family, marriage, and child rearing. So, glad you're here. Absolutely. Thrilled to have you. Last week, we talked a little bit about love and respect, um, the need for the husband uh, to have respect from the wife, and the need for the wife to have the love from the husband, and we of course, showed Ephesians there, and then uh, didn't get to First Peter, but uh, same truths uh, are right. showed there. Mm -hmm. um, today, we'd like to really kind of get a little more detailed, particularly in the area of respect. Respect is something that is no longer taught in our churches, mm -hmm. shockingly. It's not taught in our homes. It's certainly not taught in any of our schools. We do not see respect, not any respect for others, our neighbors, leaders. There is no respect left. And, and this is a worldwide problem. Yes, we, we, we're now in a society that everything is uh, whatever we feel like doing or however we feel like being treated, you know, we can't um, hurt anyone's feelings. And because of that, we're, we're lacking on our, our responsibilities and then also on the respect that the authorities, uh, especially the God-given authorities in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting, there was a poll taken and between men and women. Women would prefer, above anything else, to not be left alone or unloved. Men, on the other hand, have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, 74% um, of men would prefer to be respected rather than loved. And we have mentioned the fact, we mentioned last time, the fact that you could argue you haven't told me about child rearing, and yet we have, because I, we have three sons, we have no daughters. We have daughter-in-laws, but we have no daughters. And as a mother, I had to come to the understanding that my sons prefer my respect over my love, and that is something most mothers cannot handle and do not know how to do, and it creates extreme tension with your teenage children and adult children as well. So this is a really important topic. Of course. Uh, of course, we need to love them as well and, and respect them, but the man, 75% uh, basically, would prefer, or um, the respect is more needed by a percentage of 75% than the love is. And the opposite is if it's for the wife, for the women, uh, that the love is more needed, 75% is more needed than, than the respect itself. Absolutely. And of course, we should be respecting mutually each other and loving each other. And we talked a little bit in the past about, uh, you know, learning to, to to speak your mate's love language and, and, and showing mm -hmm. them the love. And of course that applies to our children as well. Um, but like she said, like my wife said, um, this week we're gonna focus a little bit more on the respect because that's, you can find a lot of books on love. You can find a lot of books of, of five love languages and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but very little is written about uh, or taught about respect today. Yes, I want to mention a book. Um, there's now one for men only as well, but this one is for women only. Um, by Ashanti Feldhahn. It's F-E-L-D-H-A-H-N. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. Again, we don't know this author other than we've read the book. I got it for free um, in a box of things from a lady. And I was dividing up the, the items with my daughter-in-laws. And I'm a book lover, as you can tell if you're watching us. Um, anyway, I grabbed the book and I read it and it was amazing. It's a great companion book without meaning to be 
for the book love and respect and it gives you a more very very much more practical approach to this idea of respect for your husbands and there's quite a number of ways we can show respect and we don't and we do it quite by accident because we don't know we have not been taught for generations now um, they called the world war ii the greatest generation and while they may have been very brave they fell flat on their face when it came to rearing their children. Yes, unfortunately. And we're talking now about our grandparents. I love my grandparents. They were wonderful people. But you can see generationally, the World War II generation, while they were amazing in battle, they were horrible at rearing their children. And from that moment on, we just had cascade failure into what it is society is today. And we joke about the snowflake generation that we're looking at today where every little thing throws them into a tantrum um that's our fault because that's my children's generation and we as parents have created the snowflakes um this is the result of not teaching a lot of things and respect is definitely one of them the worst the things that we teach in you about the, the relationship between your, your mate is something that you should be teaching your children um, down the line as well um, of course, this is not applicable when they're two, three years old, um, but when they're teenagers, these, they, they need to be learning this way before they get engaged, way before yes. they uh, get married, way before that. They need to be learning, and, and the, the responsibility falls actually on the parents, not the church, not the school, not the college, not anything else. Yes. It's, it's the, church, it's the pa our parents' responsibility. Of course, the church can help there, but uh, it's our, as a parent, responsibility to be training our kids in these, these aspects of how to uh, relate with your, with your spouse. Let's talk a little bit, practically speaking, about respect. What are some areas we should respect our husband in, and then equally we will end up respecting our sons in? One of the areas is, is their judgment calls. Um, you will not always agree with what your husband decides on something, but you have to remember that there is a God-ordained order, whether you're a feminist or not and like it or not, there is a God-ordained order for everything. And guess what? He has to answer to God for the decisions he makes on the family. And if he stands there like Adam did, it was the woman you gave me, God's not going to be like, oh, well, okay, that's all right then. And so sometimes the decision your husband might make you may not understand the full ramification of it until further down the line. Very often he sees things in a more analytical way because he's not emotional. We are emotional creatures as women. Husbands, men are not emotional, they're analytical. God created our brains differently and the way it's connected, uh, the women are more connected actually than the men. The men is a little bit more separated, our two lobes are separated and does not have the same connection speeds, right. honestly, as the wife does. But because of that, it does give the man a more logical, in general terms, of course, a more logical aspect. And, and so the, and I believe God, of course, God created us the way he did. And I believe For part reason. of it is, is that reason so that we can do the, the decisions, not on emotions, because the heart is deceitful. And yes, we can't is. even trust our own hearts. So if we're making all our decisions based on our emotions and our feelings, we are gonna make a lot of bad mis uh, misjudgments and a lot of bad mistakes, but mm -hmm. a lot of bad calls. And so the, the man is responsible to make those calls and to make the decisions there. And part of it is that's why God crea created him that way. Yeah. One problem is that the men tend to re re retrieve themselves. 
and not want to have that conflict with the wife. And so we... Uh, Once you've challenged his decision a couple of times, you're going to find the man retreating and refusing to make decisions. And we wonder why we have a demasculized mm -hmm. society. Women have done it. We have told them they are wrong so many times that our men refuse at this point to stand up and make a decision. And then what do we do? We get very upset. I don't understand why you can't make a decision on this. Well, probably because the last 10 times he made a decision, you countered him with, well, that was stupid. That won't work. Well, let me tell you why. And we need to learn as women to shut our mouths and accept their judgment. Another area is their abilities. Um, and this can be excessively difficult, particularly if you've had children. You know, as a mother, little children have to be told everything, every step. Pick up that toy, pick it up with your hands. Now carry it to the bucket, carry it to the bucket, put it in the bucket, put it in the bucket. And we very often never transition out of, first of all, we're not training our children correctly by doing that, but that's another episode. Um, but we very often never transition out of that. And we do it with our husband. Did you pick up the dry cleaning? Well, you need to go to the store, get the coupon and go. And in fact, we've even made jokes about it. It's become the running comedy on TV and it's wrong. We are wrong to do this. He can do it. Trust him. It, it is disturbing how many women, when I announce at our church here in Brazil that we're going to have a ladies' conference and that they cannot bring their babies. <laughs> what? Well, my husband can't handle the kids for a day. Seriously? Yes, he can. Yes, and, and just the fact that you thought that and you worded that verbally shows how much disrespect you have for your husband. So... Um, our husbands are much more capable than any of us give him credit for. Shut up and let him do his job and encourage him about it. Brag on him about what an amazing job he's done and very often much better than you would have done. And there's the truth of it. You just think you're better. Um, another one is communication. Uh, avoid the use of the words always and never. And I am not saying I'm perfect in any of these areas. I can give you an example in each one where I've screwed up even in the last week. Um, <laughs> um, it isn't easy to respect because it isn't what we need. And so because it's not what I need, it's not what I do naturally. Um, it's interesting because I know a man in the States who is constantly saying uplifting and respectful things about his wife, which is kind of funny because that's not what she needs, but clearly he's filling a role he know he needed for himself. Um, women tend to do this. You always say that. Well, and the wife is trying, of course, with that, she's trying to emphasize something, but the man's mentality is not taking it as emphasis. What he is getting is analytical. And he's going, well, I didn't do it all the time. And in fact, just last week, I blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so in his mind, he's no longer listening to what you're telling him. Mm -hmm. He is correcting in his mind, okay, she's lying, first of all. Isn't it's not amazing? always. And <laughs> he, he does not take at all the, the emphasis you're trying to, to portray to him. So the words of always or never. Yes, you um, never Those do not help with your communication <laughs> skills. Because no. your husband is going into that fixed mode and your husband is going to that defensive mode and your husband is going to the analytical mode 
because that's how we were created. We're more logical in our processing. And so when you start off that way, it, it does, it, it just, it, it doesn't have the effect that you want it to have, just put it that way. Now, you could have your feelings pretty hurt at this point. Um, but try to slow down. Number one, just spewing off the top of your head is never a safe thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it certainly is not respectful to anyone around you. Uh, sons, married sons, husbands, brothers. You have a lot of male family members we're talking about here who would appreciate it if we women would control our time. Co-workers too in church. Yes, that's true. Co-workers. Everywhere. Yeah. You, got, you got to show it's, it's and learn to, to, to have that respect. Um, in that same communication thing, the constant reminding, did you do this? Did you do this? There is a balance. Uh, sometimes they have legitimately forgotten something. Sometimes there's a reason. So... It is all about being careful how you word something. Um, it's my perspective is a nice way to start. It, from my perspective as a woman, I feel like what you just said was hurtful. I feel like maybe you're angry. So I put it that it's my perspective so he understands I'm not lying. Okay, I'm not about to lie. This is just how I'm viewing it. And my feelings, so he understands, oh, she's stuck in feeling mode again. <laughs> and this isn't really maybe based on reality. And then he can come back and explain. And usually, his explanation gives me all the answer I need and everything's okay. But if I've just jumped in, you always. I've already started the argument. And it usually does end up in an argument and a husband who fails to communicate with you. Women want to talk. Right. But when I've attacked him 110 times in a day, guess who doesn't want to talk to me? You have to understand that the husband, the, the wife wants to hear him explain himself. The wife wants to hear a lot of words come out of his mouth. And the truth of the matter is the husband does not want to have any conflict right there. And his mentality is, okay, if I be quiet, I can prevent any conflict. And so by going into, although you don't realize it's an attack mode, and it, although you don't feel it's an attack mode, but by doing the disrespectful approach, or by doing the always and never mm -hmm. approach, what you're doing is you're making your husband, okay, let's, I don't want to fight with her. He's trying to show you love. He's trying to show you respect. And the way he knows to do that is not to fight with you, and so he climbs up and he shuts up. And that's the opposite of what you want. And, and it escalates because now you're mad at him because he's no longer talking to you and it, it just makes it's just it a, a big vicious mess. circle vicious circle um in public never ever ever make fun of your husband i can even think of an example that i did this week and i didn't even realize it until i was thinking about today what we were going to talk about and i had mentioned a certain program on the computer and i said oh he doesn't work with it that was very rude. He actually does work with that program on the computer. And, but it is such a common thing today to make fun of men in public. And it is absolutely a sin. It is not funny. There should never, as a Christian, you should never, ever make man jokes. The majority ever. of sitcoms today are, are exactly that. Um, and what One is- giant running. Man yes, yeah. it's 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 demoralizing men. It's belittling men, and of course, we if we're not careful, if we're not paying attention, uh, we allow that to infiltrate our homes, and we allow it to to, to dictate how we act as yes. well. 
And that's exactly what Satan wants. That's exactly what the world wants. And they're putting that out there. They have their agenda. Yeah. And, and, and we they're, need to be aware of they're that. They're trying to destroy the family through their shows and through their sitcoms and through mm-hmm. their humor. Um, and we don't even don't even notice it. We're going to talk about that even more in detail when we talk about our children because um, what you allow your children to watch is so, so important. We'll talk about that. But, you know, uh, we had a lady once in our church who would openly just tell her husband in front of everybody, you're an idiot. You can't do anything. You're so stupid. Can you imagine? Okay, the man wasn't a very nice man. I'm not going to lie. But maybe part of his bad attitude was constantly being on the defense yeah. against his very angry, bitter wife. Um, do not ever belittle your husband, whether he is standing there or whether he is not standing there and you're with a group of women. You defend your husband in public, build him up and make him to be the superhero that you want him to be. And every child thinks he is. Yes, exactly. We, we, we forget that um, the respect that's shown there is not because of, is not supposed to be because of his characteristics or mm-hmm. because of his abilities or because of whatever. It's there because of his position. Mm-hmm. And if I like the president of America or not, I'm supposed to respect him. If right. I like the pastor of my church or not, it doesn't matter. I'm supposed to respect him. If I like my boss or not, it doesn't matter. I'm supposed to respect him. If you like your husband or not, <laughs> I matter. hope you love him, but it doesn't matter. You're, You're supposed, supposed to respect, to respect him. him. Um, I was thinking about this, you know, Down syndrome kids, have such potential yes but it is only reached when a parent when when parents see the potential in that child and feed it constantly and we're all in a way we're all down syndrome kids our husbands our sons will reach a potential because we fueled it and there's a reason there's so much about our speech and our tongue in the bible because we have a hard time controlling it and we can be so incredibly destructive and hurtful to the ones we love the most. So respect requires a lot of work and a lot of thinking before speaking. And we really encourage women, let's get on the bandwagon of respect. That the, the respect that you show will often transform your man into the man you want him to be anyway. Mm-hmm. And we, we often forget that our words are either destroying or building. That's right. And when we build our mates, whether the man the woman or the woman the man, when we build our mates verbally, we encourage them, um, sometimes even without realizing it, and we build them into those things that we're encouraging them about. And the more we tear down, the more we actually make that man or that woman the way we're talking about. That's true. So the more you disrespect him, the more he will tend to be the way you're talking about. And the more you respect him, the more he will tend to be what you're what you're showing and respecting mm-hmm. him for. Um, and we all uh, need to work on that aspect. You know, me as a husband need to work on my aspect of, of yes, respecting my wife, but also showing my love towards her. And every wife, uh, every husband, every wife, we have the responsibility to do our part wife to the husband respect the husband to the wife that love that is so Mm -hmm. needed in both parts thank you so much for joining us this week uh we hope we were an encouragement a challenge maybe i don't know um but hopefully god has has used words here to uh, to to work in your lives Uh, join us again next week as we continue uh, trying to build families in the faith and god bless you